Hey everybody, it's the Sift Podcast, save it for the football podcast, this one for week 10 of the NFL season in 2021. This one's going to be a little different because the mayor was unable to join me for the podcast today, Uh, but hopefully you can still learn a little about what happened last week and and what we're looking forward to this week. And uh, I did give out the croutons, uh, 16 teaser, so... It's a pretty interesting play. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the SIFT podcast, save it for the football podcast, this one for week 10 of the NFL season. Um, this is going to be a little bit of a different episode. Um, I am not going to introduce the mayor. The mayor is uh, off uh, this week and he will be back next week. So no mayor. Uh, and even though this is the midpoint of the season, we'll uh, hold off on doing a midseason review until next week. We'll talk about our year-long picks for the playoffs, the Super Bowl, how all that looks right now, but we'll do that next week. This week, though, I want to talk a little bit headlines. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is set to play in uh, the Seahawks-Packers game. Russell Wilson also is expected to play in this game, so this has new meaning for the question of the best team in the NFC, the Packers, perhaps, and whether the the Seahawks can climb back into the playoff hunt. Uh, Those questions will perhaps be answered or at least closer to being answered um, going into week 11 next week. Um, I do want to reiterate my working theory that teams have tended to lose going into their bye weeks. Teams are three and seven in the last three weeks heading into their buys. And with that in mind, the Rams and Broncos are on a bye in week 11. But before we do all of that and talk about all of that, let's talk about week nine. The Browns basically stomped on the Bengals 41-16. to 16, Sorry, 41-16. The Bengals are now in trouble after losing to the Jets and the Browns in consecutive weeks. Uh, the Bengals are on a bye this week. And again, plays into my theory about teams this year in particular uh, seeming to lose those games just before the bye. Uh, the Bears also lost on Thursday night. Um, and the Texans, who lost to Miami in Week 9, and the New York Giants, who won. The Browns play the Patriots in Week 10. Of course, Odell Beckham Jr. grabbed all the headlines this week. He's now on the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, I'll have more thoughts on that later. It's not the biggest thing. Uh, it's the thing that everybody wanted to focus on this week. But it's, um, you know, it's not going to affect the Browns in any way, shape, or form. Uh, moving on to the Broncos, who... Uh, shocked the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they dominated time of possession. They won 30 to 16 and maybe discovered a formula going forward with Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. Maybe they can run the ball, keep the clock moving, play good defense. They ironically got better on defense seemingly without Von Miller. Uh, Dallas was shocked at home. Dak was back. They were home. Uh, I believe this is more than a blip. I think there's protection issues. For the Cowboys, um, though it may not show up this week because the Falcons don't uh, get a lot of pressure. The Broncos get the Eagles and a chance to continue their momentum. I think that Broncos team um, now has a chance. 
because, um, like I said, I think they found a formula. A team uh, that also found a formula somehow, the Dolphins over the Texans 17-9. They've won two in a row now with the lackluster win over the Texans, probably the worst team in the league, uh, followed by a shocking upset over the Ravens in the first game of Week 10. So it's too late for a playoff run, and I, but I think there's a good chance that the interesting thing about this game is that the Tua discussion could change uh, coming in to that game um, for Jacoby Brissett. He basically led that team to win over the Ravens, um, and that may, cha- like I said, change the trajectory of how that all works out. Speaking of a team uh, going you know, in a different direction is the Falcons beat the Saints 27-25. Uh, they battled back and forth. But the Falcons are now currently sitting in a playoff spot. Uh, So through nine weeks now, um, the Falcons, probably the biggest surprise, besides the Chiefs being mediocre to bad, uh, is the Falcons are actually in a playoff spot uh, after nine weeks. So an interesting development there. Um, The speaking of the Chiefs, who, you know, have been mediocre and to bad for sure, um, they play the Raiders on Sunday night a team who lost just this last week to the Giants 23 to 16. So this is another game, this Raiders Chiefs game coming up in in week 10 um, that will shape the playoff picture for sure. The Giants are on a bye in week 10. They're the only team last week who was on a bye who actually won a game and they beat a Raiders team that's kind of up and down. The Patriots beat the Panthers 24 to 6 and in so doing they lost their top two running backs to concussions. Uh, they'll be playing the Browns, who are also without their top two running backs. So yeah, I think this will be an interesting matchup between uh, Mac Jones and Baker Mayfield, or more likely Bill Belichick and Kevin Stefanski. So this will be a chess match kind of game, this Patriots-Browns game coming up. Um, the Panthers going in a different direction. Um, you know, bring Cam Newton back. And so we'll see how that all works out for them going forward. I expect the Patriots to win this game coming up against the Browns, but we'll see. Jaguars uh, in one of the most shocking games of the season, if not the most shocking game of the season. Jaguars beat the Bills 9-6. to The Bills were crushing their opponents like a grape until the last few weeks. Um, as the mayor mentioned on last week's pod, the Bills have played a very light schedule, and I guess this kind of upset was brewing. Uh, we'll see how they handle the Jets in New York. Uh, another... Uh, seemingly good matchup for the Bills. Uh, let's see if the Jets can continue to cause trouble for teams around the league. The Ravens uh, last week beat the Vikings in overtime 34-1. to They rallied back, um, and then they got upset by the Dolphins on Thursday night. And this Ravens team is also hard to figure out. Um, and the Vikings team, of course, like a, a typical Vikings team the past uh, five, six years, um, they always find a way to lose, snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. And so we'll see how that uh, plays out this week. Um, the Chargers beat the Eagles 27-24. Chargers are playing that aforementioned Vikings team in a battle of who can lose it in the worst way. Um, I say stay completely away from this one if you know what's good for you. The Chargers beat the Eagles 27-24. They'll go on to play um they go on to play the Vikings and um uh, if you know it's good for you, you'll stay away. There's no way to predict this game. 
uh, the Chargers or the Vikings could blow it in so many ways. And speaking of a team that blew it, I guess it's a player that blew it. The Packers lost to the Chiefs 13-7 to with, um, with Aaron Rodgers out of the lineup with Jordan Love starting. Packers could not get it done, um, and the Chiefs eked out a bad win, but they'll take it. They'll take whatever they can get. Um, and as mentioned, the Packers get Rodgers back. They'll play the Russell Wilson-led Seahawks in Green Bay, which is maybe now, I think, the game of the week. Uh, knowing both of those quarterbacks will play against each other. So looking forward to that one. The Cardinals beat the 49ers 31-17. Cardinals got it done with a lot of injuries, including Kyler Murray. will be back for a game against the Panthers this week. Um, however, Cam Newton back on the team, not starting this week. Of course, P.J. Walker will start this week. So we'll see what the Panthers look like. Um, they're another team in, with a fork in the road, right? They... Um, they definitely, you know, trying something with bringing Cam Newton back, but I don't know if it's too little too late. I just don't know what that looks like this year. Um, but I guess it's a move for the future as well. The Titans shocked the Rams. They really did. Um, we know the Titans team is good, but we didn't know that their defense would be this ferocious. They surprised the Rams with a great defensive game. And as someone who picked them to go to the Super Bowl, the idea that the Titans can beat a good team without Derrick Henry is absolutely amazing idea. The Titans get a, a Saints team that is perhaps in a free fall. Uh, this game is in Tennessee. Uh, we'll see what Sean Payton can uh, figure out uh, with Trevor Simeon at quarterback. Um, we'll see what they, they try to do there. Um, I guess you could look at this as, as a situation that, um, you know, the Titans coming off some, some really big wins could have a letdown game, but I, I have looked into some research this week, um, done some research on what's called a trap game, and there's really no evidence that there is such a thing as a trap game. Um, the stats just don't back that up when you look at, you know, teams playing against weaker opponents after coming off a big win or heading into a big week. Uh, the following week, you know, that, that doesn't seem to be the thing uh, that actually happens. So, uh, I don't think this is a trap game. I think the Titans will take care of the Saints. And then, of course, the Steelers beat the Bears. Monday Night Football, they almost upset the Steelers. So uh, the Bears were down two scores for most of the game. They needed one defensive stop at the end. They did not get it. They have a bye week. Well, the so Bears, another team that lost on the bye uh, right before the bye. They have a bye week uh, this week. Well, the Steelers have a de facto bye week. Sorry, Lions fans. Uh, with a game against the Lions in Pittsburgh. Another game that you could say huh, maybe a trap. They they won um, a close one against the Bears. They almost blew it, basically. And they came back and, and won it at the end. And now they face this Lions team that has not won at all this season. But again, no evidence that there's such a thing as a trap game. And I'm still working on my theory for the bye weeks. We'll see how the, the Rams and the Broncos do this week. So let's take a break. We'll come back. Um, it's going to be a little bit of a different second segment. I'm going to talk about the croutons that we, we want to give out. Um, but I'm going to wait uh, until the mayor is back to really get, get into our crouton game. But we'll talk a little bit about that right after this.
we're back. We're going to talk croutons, um, hard rock croutons. We've changed the name. These are the hard rock croutons um, brought to you by the Hard Rock Sportsbook app. And uh, a bad week for croutons uh, for both myself and the mayor, although the mayor did win his spicy meatball pick, Tennessee plus seven. Tennessee, of course, winning outright. That was the only winner from all of our croutons. Uh, I'm going to save talking too much about croutons um, for next week, although I will give you the mayor's picks and my my own picks. Um, So for this week, the mayor likes Kansas City minus three over the Raiders um, and New England minus two and a half against the Browns. Of course, um, also, he's got a parlay for 50 for all three of his games. And I'm not sure what the what that pays out, but um, got the he's got Tennessee minus two and a half. So I'll just go over him again. He's got Tennessee minus two and a half for a spicy meatball over the Saints. New England minus two and a half over the Browns for fifty. Kansas City minus three uh, over the Raiders for fifty, and then a fifty dollar parlay for all three of those games. So that are that is the mayor's picks for this week. Um, as far as actual real dollars, um, I also had kind of a bad Sunday um, with my picks, but I have found some success with um, some props, some player props, picking you know yards and touchdowns and things like that. So I'll get into that in last week's picks. So um, on Sunday. I had I had uh, a Dak Prescott for an anytime touchdown. That was a prop. I thought he could score um, a rushing touchdown, but they the, the Cowboys basically never had the ball. Um, so that one obviously did not work out. Um, and then you know I liked the Rams over Tennessee minus seven. I thought I thought Tennessee would be a little lost without Derrick Henry, but they had no trouble with the Rams. Dallas, of course, surprised, blown out by Denver. They Denver was up thirty to nothing at one point in the game, and then Cincinnati blown out by Cleveland. So I think the point here is I had a lot of square bets. I just picked a lot of teams that the public uh, were on and. Uh, that did not work out for me at all. So what are we going to do going forward? Well, I'm going to give you what I think will uh, be good picks this week. I've actually got a three-team teaser um, for this week. Um, and that is the Titans plus three and a half. Uh, so I've teased these games all uh, six points. So the Titans are now uh, plus three and a half, and the Patriots, so that would be Titans against the Saints, getting three and a half points. The Patriots are now getting three and a half um, against the the Browns in New England. That seems like a sure thing. This is a six-team teaser. Uh, So I have the Titans plus three and a half, Patriots plus three and a half, Falcons plus 14 and a half, in a game where they could actually come down to the wire against the Cowboys, but I think they can at least cover the 14 and a half. The Broncos plus three and a half against the Eagles in a game where I expect them to win outright. That game is in Denver. 
that is a real advantage. The Raiders plus eight and a half against the Chiefs. They might win that game outright, but now they're getting eight and a half points. And then lastly, the Rams plus two and a half over the 49ers. Now, this is an interesting uh, fact. The, the 49ers have not won a game at home going back to the NFC Championship game when they beat the Packers to go to the Super Bowl uh, way back in 2019, or actually it was early 2020. But they have not won a, play, a game in their home stadium um, in San Francisco since that game. So that's that's an interesting turn of events. I'm not sure if the mayor was aware of that. I'm sure he'll let me know. But the Rams, I have them plus two and a half as part of the six-team teaser. I think it's going to pay off. That's my big bet for this week. So last couple things, we do have a sink or swim segment. Um, the mayor and I both lost our sink or swim picks last week. Um, I picked the Buffalo Bills, who lost in that terrible game, to the Jaguars 9-6. to The mayor had the Las Vegas Raiders, who lost to the Giants. Uh, so it, we're currently sitting at Mayor 36, Professor 33. I am picking, I've already picked Baltimore um, to win, and I already lost for this week. Uh, the mayor has not put in his uh, pick for sink or swim, uh, but we'll see what he decides um, to do with that. Um, Fantasy-wise, uh, I'm going to go real quick over some fantasy stuff. So in um, my fantasy league, my long our long-running league that we are in together, the mayor and I, um, I, I won this week, and I bounced back to uh, four and five, which is not impressive, but I'm still leading the league in points, and um, I got, I'm got i projected to win this week. Uh, with um, a couple more wins, I can actually get into a good spot in this, um, in this league. So currently sitting at the fifth spot in the playoffs, um, we have five weeks to go. Four weeks to go, 10, 11, 12, 13, yeah, five weeks to go. So uh, that'll be a regular season, which ends in week 14, and then the playoffs start in week 15. So I, whether I just barely hang on to it or I'm able to climb the ladder into the fantasy football uh, buy spot, I, I don't know if that's going to happen, if I can get to the two spot. Uh, but with the most points in the league, I'm holding out hope that I've been unlucky in my matchups and maybe that luck will start to turn around. Uh, when we look at that league as a whole, there is one team at the top that's sort of separated from everybody else that is currently seven and two. And then there are there's a six and three team, two, five, and four teams, of which the mayor is one. He's in third place. I am in fifth at four and five, and there are four teams below me with the exact same record. So this is gonna be a dog fight for the playoffs. So I'm lucky that I have the points that I have which is going to give me a real big edge going forward. All right, so that's probably it. This is going to be a real short podcast, a little bit different. Um, things are not the same uh, when you do these podcasts by yourself. Uh, but I think I covered everything that I wanted to talk about. The game that I'm looking forward to is Packers-Seahawks tomorrow. I think the Packers, with Rodgers back, it'll be very interesting to see the dynamic against Russell Wilson. They always play interesting games, the Seahawks and the Packers, some classic matchups over the last 10 years. And I, I expect that to be an incredible game. So 
Uh, for myself and for the mayor, who was uh, not able to join us today, I'd like to thank you for listening, and I hope you'll stay tuned uh, when the mayor returns next week. All right, there you have it, um, the one-man show. Hopefully we don't have uh, too many more of those, um, but <laughs> this was an interesting podcast to do this week, I'm trying to do this all by myself. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed it, um, and again, for the mayor and myself, thank you for listening. We will definitely um, be back next week talking about week 10 and looking forward to week 11. Bye.